0: All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the of docs Podcast. So today we have uh, someone that uh, you know he's a he's a cool dude. He's kind of fat, but he likes to suck on big titties. So I can definitely fuck respect that. He's another cat that's over from uh, the infamous Seventh Reg out of Twenty Nine Palms. we got a uh, J Crow. What's up, bro? Hey,
1: how much? Hey, I'm not that fat, man. Hey, I might have a dad. <laughs> bought, at least I got a dad bod for girls with daddy issues. So you know, hide your wife from me, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had the kids, I had the wife, hide uh,
1: <laughs> You know,
0: but uh, hey, dad, oh. dad bots are kind of in, you know what I mean? As long as you, uh, you got the big python arms, I think you should be all right, you know?
1: Hey, winter's coming, dude. So I'm, I'm already ready, dude.
0: Hey, uh, as long as I can play Little Spoon, bro, you can fucking keep my little ass warm all night.
1: <laughs> I got you, fam.
0: But, I'll put uh, you
1: in my Woobie hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I got hey, one too,
0: but uh, I got one from um, Green Wolf uh, Tactical
1: yeah yeah he's a good dude uh him and the Wobby brothers apparel do like mm-hmm. are you allowed to wear that in the military or no
0: no i don't think so that's gay yeah but uh he uh he made me a custom one you know i might have shelled that a little bit more money but uh green wolf if you listen to this bro uh thanks
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude bro. man
0: free fucking shout out there for him but uh yeah bro i've seen you kind of been busy doing a lot of uh, different kinds of training and uh especially doing with your own contract and shit uh how's that going for you bro
1: uh, ups and downs, man. It's been kind of tricky with COVID. Uh, COVID's yeah. just everybody uses that as an excuse. Like, oh, we're not going to pay you because of COVID. I'm like, no, 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 no. I work two fire departments. I don't want to hear that bullshit. It's and, like... uh, yeah, I'm sure you see on the military side, too. I'm sure.
0: Uh, no. Not yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I, I pissed off all my uh, higher ups uh, when I work firefighting because, like, we have a house fire and, like, this, like, news reporter asked me, like, what happened to it? I was like, oh, COVID did yeah, yeah. this. <laughs> that's like the go-to excuse for everything nowadays yeah it's up and down man it's um i do it mostly for mental health and uh it's interesting mm-hmm. seeing different people civilian and military how they think not everybody you'd be surprised a lot of people don't know the basics even the military you'd be surprised
0: no I, that doesn't surprise me bro even just <laughs> like at one point i might have been surprised but then now it's gotten to the point where it's just like you know what I, I don't even know. <laughs> Dude, it's scary. It's...
1: You, so many people... Like, if I throw a tourniquet at somebody, like a level one trauma center, you'd be surprised how nobody knows how to use a tourniquet. It's scary.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know what the fuck is happening anymore, man, especially when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And maybe it's just the the different focus now, I guess, that people are putting into medical training where they're forgetting a lot of the, the basic shit of just your ABCs and controlling your fucking bleeds. But... I think a lot, Janet. yeah, go ahead, go ahead, oh yeah, yeah, I think it's, they're pushing more towards that nursing, since uh, we're not at a war time, I guess you could say, but even then, yeah, quote unquote, but you, you and I both know how it is, like, if you don't know those basics of just, you know, applying a tourniquet, and just, even just TCCC in general, then you kind of can't, if you're in an OSHA situation, literally anywhere, anywhere excluding stateside especially stateside you're kind of what are you gonna be doing you know what i mean but
1: and, and that's the thing i noticed is it's an identity crisis for a lot of people military and civilian everybody wants mm-hmm. to be like the cool guy pj guy overnight and look cool for instagram or like be like an insta thought like t triple c hottie or whatever oh yeah everyone wants to do like whole blood transfusions but this is why i told a lot of the military medic clients i'm like listen if you don't know how to do tourniquets Packing wounds, IFAC usage, you know, calling 9 or doing IV, you might as well just forget a whole blood transfusion. Mm. Just forget it. Because so many people want to do the Gucci stuff before they match the basics.
0: And, and what's that cliche saying? Brilliance in the basics? <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, that's it's kind of true because, like, I know some good paramedics out there, and they're like, dude, we're going to do BLS all day. We're not doing fucking ALS. We're going to keep it simple. I don't want to do reporting. I just want, like, I, I'm, like I'm like the Firefighter EMT with them. They're like, look, we're going to do super simple BLS. No fucking ALS. Too much paperwork.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: so they're kind of like you and me. In
0: yeah. Holy shit. Like, uh, it's like, do we really have to do that? Nah. Nah. nah, nah. nah, nah, nah the hospital nah, is
1: 15 going. minutes up the road. Nah. We can fly yeah. them out.
0: Even then, 15 minutes is a long time. Long oh, yeah. time. well for some people it might seem like oh 15 minutes that's nothing and some people man you get an OSHA situation 15 minutes just it's like oh good
1: oh yeah yeah. it goes by quick especially the back of the ambulance if you're back on the sticks Mm -hmm. Uh, I noticed working for a city and a rural fire department works for two fire departments it's night and day it's like best way to describe it the city's kind of like blue side blue side slash green side a little bit busy but on the sticks it's green side like you're it yeah, you, sure, the- <laughs> you got you got MacGyver everything I'm like oh fuck I don't have God so I gotta use this like oh shit.
0: but better probably keeps you on your toes just fucking staying on the sticks and just kind of trying oh, to figure yeah. out it's like okay I gotta <laughs> I'm back at twenty nine pounds so I have all-, all my shit my med bag what didn't I pack like oh my god. <laughs>
1: Yeah, who the fuck put the airway, in the fucking cardiac? Like I get pissed because some of the my workers they do that. I love them to the death, some are lazy. I'm like, who the fuck put? They don't put shit back where they're supposed to. He drives me. Oh
0: my god! If there's one thing I'm a stickler about is like, yeah, it's shit in my med bag. It's like I have my uh I have an Aries armor bag because uh, oh, those are nice. Yeah, yeah, the, the little one. I fuck, I can't. <laughs> I'll admit it. I dropped 300 bones on that thing.
1: <laughs> no, hey, it's worth it. But- those things are nice.
0: Yeah, it, it was definitely worth it. But, yeah, I have everything organized, that airway, bleeding, uh, A- ABCs, and then uh, my other random kind of shit in there. But everything's exactly where it's supposed to be. And if it's not, it's just like, fuck. And sometimes it, I leave it in my car or, like, I'll leave it at home and, like, people will fuck with it. I'm just, goddamn it. I'm like, I know they're – it's my fault. I shouldn't have left it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But you set it up in the marsh algorithm. I do the same
0: thing. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but, so,
1: like, you're like, just like you, man, it gets up top. Mm-hmm. You know, guys and pressure bandages like below the tourniquets. Then you mm-hmm. have like airway stuff like MPA or whatever else, extragalotic if you have it. Uh then chest seals and then all the other like Gucci stuff like you needle know, decompression, yep. all that stuff. Like you said it within the algorithm or
0: intervention. Yeah, that's kind of the same way I kinda of have mine. And if uh or tourniquets, like uh I also have like uh those little packs on the side where you can just put them on, or most of the time I would like when we were Patrolling, or in my case, sitting in a fucking truck, I keep them in my uh, pockets.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, pockets or your uh, fucking frog gear stuff, yep. where you have it. Uh, Ifac, that's what saved my life, dude. was shit like that, like uh, my little night mask, has That's what
0: saved my ass. Was Ifac and doing shit like that. I'm constant fucking drilling, and that's the thing that people like you said everyone everyone wants to be gangster until so it's time to do gangster shit you know what i mean but they forget that even when it comes to doing a lot of that stuff is the oh yeah and it annoys me because you know i i should know better but uh it's the constant drilling and practicing keep honing those skills and it's like as much as i hate doing training and monotonous work it's like it it it's good it's good stuff. Because oh, yeah. the more you do it, the more different scenarios you kind of throw at yourself, the more better prepared you can be at things. Instead of just kind of being caught with your pants down on the open when you're trying to take a shit.
1: You know, what's funny is uh, I don't know if you heard the podcast from the guy we talked about earlier, but yeah, I know a fire. I know a guy who took a shit in somebody's house and was on fire when he was a <laughs> firefighter. He's one. He's one of my main like LTs or. But he's the funniest dude to ever meet. Like he's like a salty cheap, like in fire yeah. paramedic form. Like, he had to go to the bathroom, so he took a dump in somebody's house, like, in the bathroom while the fire was above him. <laughs>
0: That's the kind of guy I'd want to work with.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's a funny dude. He's, like, you never think because he's, like, a little guy or whatever, but he's smart as shit, dude. I, like, learn a lot from him. So.
0: I met a chief like I got when uh, I remember we were in Afghan, and I was coming back from a uh, post uh, from out with my Marines. And I, I went to go grab bandages because one of my guys had gotten his hand caught in the MRAP door oh shit yeah luckily he didn't have anything broken but his hand was pretty cut up or whatever so i went to go grab like more gauze and other shit to clean the shit up i remember i walked in and then everyone's around chief's computer including like chief and i'm just like what the fuck are they watching and as i like come closer they're all watching porn i'm just like like hey what's up bro and i'm just like (laughs) all right (laughs) All right, uh, this is happening. I'm like, what you need, man? I'm like, Oh, I just need some stuff for uh the homie. Uh and I was like, You want to sit and watch? I'm like, I- I'm good. <laughs> I kind of gotta go take care of my boy. Uh, but they were watching uh what was it? no acrobatics. That's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. We watched <laughs> oh the- my god, dude. The things that were coming out of this lady's fucking asshole, bro. Was well,
1: this- that and also a-, a Serbian film that was I haven't I
0: haven't, I haven't watched it. That's your one of the few be, things that I haven't.
1: Uh, your soul will be lost. All I got to say is newborn porn. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked. it's fucked.
0: I've heard it's bad, and people are like, "Bro, don't watch it." So I yeah, haven't.
1: It makes it makes human SMP look like PG film.
0: Yeah, I, I've heard the premise of it, and just I was like, oh, it, "I can't be that bad." And be, and everyone I've known that has said the same thing. They're like, "No, bro, it's it's that bad. It's, it might be worse."
1: Or, yeah, it's it's pretty
0: bad. So I uh, I've uh even though I was on a mission, that deployment to look for it, uh, I didn't find it, which is probably a good thing. That's <laughs> how so I kept part of my soul <laughs> you know what I mean intact. Yeah. But uh <laughs> But yeah, dude, it's a goddamn deployment life, bro. You're yeah, trying to watch some weird shit.
1: And, and I think that's why a lot of guys like you and I go in the contractor and go firefighting or law enforcement because it's that camaraderie going through bad shit.
0: Yep. It's highly similar to a lot of the same stuff. I was watching uh and a watch the other day too. And it was just like, oh my oh, god. Oh, that hits you in the feels
1: in the end. It hits Bro. You in the in the end.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, oh my God, dude. And I was just like, <laughs> The
1: guy the guy who uh helped me out in save War, he was a LA cop and he told me some crazy stories. I could not be a, i could not imagine being a cop there right now. Like fuck that noise.
0: Uh, I've debated it from time to time. It's just like, okay, I think I could do it. But then it, uh, and then I remember something, like that. I'm just like, oh, my God, bro. Like, I don't know if I could.
1: People, man. <laughs> people will find a way to piss you off. They'll find, like, when they find chicken armor, they'll find a way to exploit you.
0: Yeah, and then especially with all the stuff going on with police and everything, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: even in, like, during the riots for Columbus, even when I, like, helped, like, do medical stuff down there yeah. for Columbus Fire Auxiliary, people were yelling at us. We're just the firefighter EMTs, or people were shooting the, the squads up and shit, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. You dude. were up there. Like, oh my god, yeah, nah. Nah.
1: I mean, we had some protests here and there, like other parts of Ohio, but there's some people just they didn't give a shit, dude. Jesus.
0: They don't care. It's like, bro, like we're here to help anyone, regardless of whatever the fuck uh. affiliation or whatever it is you believe in. Like
1: well, and that's why I noticed with COVID, people you probably know this is too. People are just on edge more and more. People are just mm-hmm. the filters are pretty much gone. People are acting like bigger jerks and you know nowadays man i don't know what it is maybe people are cooped up or lost jobs who
0: knows i think it's a combination of all of that yeah just uh being cooped up you can't people forget that you know even sometimes when they maybe because they got also you know i'm guilty of it too sometimes but uh, they forget they're not on the internet and on the internet you can just be you know typing away all types of crazy shit and then when you get lo- let loose out in the open people have been locked up for what like goddamn since march was like six seven months yeah so then you, you put them on in real life all of a sudden that's what they're used to just saying whatever they're, so then i, I think that's kind of where we're at right now people just out there letting loose forgetting they're not on the internet anymore you know what i mean like i'm seven feet tall 360 pounds of pure jack meat and they're like five foot nothing you know what i mean 100 pounds soaking wet like <laughs> oh
1: i did make a nurse mad uh, a couple of months ago i know her i love her to death but she uh, was talking shit to me i'm like shouldn't she be making like a tiktok or something <laughs> 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 I, mean, she, I was like, "Why'd you go fight COVID with making a TikTok?" And she's good friends of mine, but like, oh, she got pissed when I said that to her, dude.
0: Hey, it's it's it's, just, it's a joke, you know what I mean? Like, relax. <laughs>
1: hey, did she hey, make get, a TikTok. Hey, get, <laughs> I, she probably did. Knowing <laughs> her, well, I know a lot of nurses uh, that are also firefighters too and paramedics, and they're some of them are cool, but then, like I said, everyone's got an ego. Everyone thinks they're the white knight or whatever. It's I get it, man.
0: Yeah, bro, it's a. Uh... I don't know what it is bro just the whole white knighting thing Ugh, uh, God damn it! it's like so certain things you, you should stand up and fight for but some things it's just like bro don't be a fucking simp just don't do oh it. not just that it's like <laughs> I
1: said identity crisis and I used to be all cypher and, sh- and shit too hmm. until I was at my low until I I started it was just like you man I experienced hmm. similar things it's like well fuck maybe I should be humble like the previous podcast is on. I, I went I went to a training with a guy who was 30 years SF, right? Mm-hmm. One-star general. He had to do the Ohio Fire Academy, be treated like a boot again, age 48. He had to go mm-hmm. to the Fire Academy, EMT Academy. Imagine that shit, dude.
0: Yeah, no. But at that point, you know what I mean? He he probably knows how the game is. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's all it is. That's why I keep telling all these young corpsmen, like, dude, you got to play the game, man. I hated it. I had to fucking do it. I fucking hate to be treated like a boot again, but I had to go through the motions, dude.
0: And it's <clears throat> that's what I try to tell people too, bro. But even like through here, it's just like, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of experience, but when you go to a new place, it's just you gotta have that bit of humbleness and be like, okay, what don't I know from this place? And I'm just gonna take what I can and then establish myself from there.
1: I think that's that's why a lot of corpsmen struggle when they go green side or blue side. It's like mm. you probably had it too like when you come from like uh, a grunt unit or sf unit then you go blue side they're not used to the hospital politics
0: yeah oh and it was weird for me because like i started off blue side and then i went green side but then when i came back there was that that huge change and yeah it was just like oh my god like I, I couldn't take it and i knew how it was but it was also kind of weird because when i was like a h i was an hr shit i hit the fleet as an hr
1: <laughs> oh, damn oh damn
0: <laughs> yeah core school field med and still in hr like you know what i mean oh and geez. uh but third classes were third classes like yes hm3 no hm3 you know what i mean yes hm2s oh, and yeah. even if i saw my hm2s but even then like i wouldn't dare fucking talk to them the way these kids talk to people now like, oh no you get your ass beat yeah and even like first classes and chief it was just kind of like a oh shit hope i hope he didn't see me you know what i mean so i was in that kind of mode so when i got to Greenside, i was like okay it's like that but a thousand times worse which is fine i understand i'm a fucking boot it, it's no biggie but then i come back and then i was so used to um uh, hns hm3s you know whoever like they understood their place in that hierarchy of fucking i don't know in that hierarchy just in general and then you go back blue side and all of a sudden these kids think that you know you're on the same level like oh hey what's up bro and i'm like grab a motherfucker and she's like bitch i don't fucking know you do i know you like
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh i know and, yeah. and that's the, and that's interesting because well your generation our generation especially like last like you know legit combat operations in afghanistan especially in sangin yeah. I think a lot a lot of us a lot of people like you and I know they struggle with that. I know guys that struggled, uh they got in trouble because like they had their combat action, they had their purple hearts, silver stars, bronze stars, whatever. Yeah, but then when they get a blue side, it got to them, and then they got in trouble doing shit.
0: Yep. I know a lot of dudes like that. I was talking to uh some of the other Corman pages and uh they know some of a lot of the similar dudes that uh, that I did that moved over to like LAR or a different part of uh 29 Palms, old school fucking cats over about, you know. Hey, we PT every day, every morning. If you're not up to standard, just, hey, stand by to stand by, you know what I mean? And they got a little slap on the wrist. Luckily, that uh, he kept rank. But even then, it was just like, after that, it's just like, you demoralize people when it's like, you've been doing things for so long, and it's worked. You know what I mean? You keep everyone up to that same standard, but the military changes their standard, quote unquote, I guess, sort of to what they oh, believe yeah. is fucking right. And then, like you said... You have those that are like us who have deployed, been to combat, seen all this stuff, seen how things actually work. But when that culture shift happens, it's so hard to adjust and try to keep up with, with the, this PC, I guess, culture of things. It's just like, you know, we're not at war anymore. We're not doing it like that. And it's just like, okay.
1: That was the biggest issue I had. That's why I had to get out. When we got back at Twine Palms, you got back at the same time I did a little bit after. The whole like Tension hmm. Ceremony, like Friday, like the whole yeah. like Dog and Pony. The whole dog and pony stuff was like, oh, we gotta go to the General's Law and listen to this higher up ramble for yep. a bunch of like a couple hours and like we had to be our dress outfits. And I'll never I'll never forget this. I was with my other Corman buddy, which you probably know him or not. Mm-hmm. Uh we go to the PX, you know, we're there, like we are stacks or whatever. I was getting like we're both getting cases of beer, we're gonna go get ripped in the yep. barracks before I go to work tomorrow, right? And the staff sergeant calls us over. He had like three or four ribbons, and, and like he calls us over, say, Hey, Doc, come over here. And I didn't know which one he was talking to. He pointed me and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> He saw, I was like, Do Corman get purple hearts? I'm like, Uh, yes, staff started. We also can die too. He was like, Oh, I didn't, know that. I, I, I didn't know that. I'm like, Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, it's whatever. He's like, Well, have a good day. Have a good weekend, doc. I'm like, You too, staff started. And I was like, The fuck? But like, but like, <laughs> this, but the whole, if anything like with blue side or like stuff like that, like a lot of Corman, they struggle with that because a lot of people, they don't give a shit. They don't care. Like, I know a guy who. Mm-hmm got a DUI. And he had, like, a silver star. And I know guys that, like, all this other stuff, those careers were just fucking ruined. Yeah, they are war heroes, but once they went blue side, they didn't give a shit anymore. Nope. It sucks.
0: They, it's... I hate to put it in this fucking manner, but it is the truth. It's just like, hey, when you're in that place, you're, like, the highest, but then that shit changes, and all of a sudden, everything you did, fucking for nothing. It's just like, oh, no, you're just another fucking dude. No biggie. We can replace you. it's just like...
1: damn yeah you're expendable i mean even like with mental health that we're going to be talking about like even when i got stateside uh it was hard in places like 29 palms as a corpsman because you're so used to being out on the the field or whatever but like when you try to make time for that they don't give a shit they're like hey that's that's a cool story but we need you to hear or that's a cool story you can go to the hospital and make sure when you get back from the mental health thing you come back to here it's like what the fuck (laughs) like i need time to like you know process things you know
0: Yeah, and uh, from what I've heard recently that it's changed that almost every battalion out there now they have a a psych tech attached to them now. So good, which is good. But I don't know how how much things have changed now because it's I think it's gotten worse in a weird way. It's good that they they have psych techs out there. But I remember how difficult it was for us to see dudes to go see the wizard on 29 palms. And even then when we would send them out they'd be out in regiment and uh even then i feel like the the wizard there was like too soft for a while yes but there was dudes that you could obviously tell that were just claiming ptsd or like mental shit just to get out of the field but they had never done anything oh yeah and and now it's the opposite you go see the wizard they kick you out like almost asap bro like from oh, what yeah. i've heard from some boys that were out there 2017 to 19 like within the last three four years and they're like yeah bro like now you even even get a, a whisper someone hears a whisper of you going to mental health they'll try to sep you or medsep you, like, right away. It's like, bro, I just want to talk to someone. Like, I'm not trying to, like, kill myself or get out. I just need, like, decompress. And it's just like, holy
1: Yeah, but really, that's actually illegal for them doing that because there's a lot of violations, especially MACE exams, right? Yeah. I know so many people that have passed MACE exams and guys with actually, like, legit TBIs, including yours, truly. Like, I had to pay $1,500 to get shrapnel on my jaw, by the way. Thanks a lot, Tricare. Yeah, but, like, shit like that that people don't understand there could be legal ramifications because uh for example uh for tbis whatever you you can actually act differently with that with the frontal lobe and all that part of the brain i know so many guys that like done crazy shit they didn't like remember doing it or guys that blew their brains out you know there's like a lot of celebrities have done that too or nfl
0: football players yep i've done that Uh, same shit what is that called i can't remember a CTE or a CTE. brain injury? Yep. Yep. A CTE was that, that condition. Same thing that happened with uh, Chris Benoit and that whole fucking crazy uh, oh, yeah. conspiracy. You know what I mean? That, well, maybe conspiracy, who knows? But uh, yeah, that he killed his whole family and then he killed himself after. Which, you know, well,
1: fucked then, up. then there's like the theory of like uh, Aaron Hernandez, Ohio State yep. football player, blew his brains out in the garbage can here. There's like so many. Uh,
0: Junior Sayoff, too, I think, too, right?
1: Yeah. The, the WWE guy did, it too.
0: Yeah, Yeah. There's a whole lot of people that like it happened to. So it's I could definitely see that just uh, another thing that people need to be a little more careful with, especially when it comes to like TBIs. And oddly enough, most of them happen when we're stateside doing dumb shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, getting a car wreck too. Like things you don't you never think about.
0: Or even like rollovers, which you know, most people it's like, okay, it might not be that bad, but it's like, hey, you you never know, bro. Like it's better to get shit documented, you know
1: yeah but we forget to do it i mean that's one thing with corman we forget to take care of ourselves we're so used to taking care of other people's bullshit we forget to take care of ourselves
0: and i'm guilty of it but um i'm getting seen. (laughs) i've been trying to get seen a little bit more frequently just Uh, for for that same reason you're
1: actually you're doing the right thing you're not like for me for the past few years i was a stubborn asshole yeah i was like oh i don't i don't want to see mental health i i I don't want to be a pussy i don't want to be labeled yeah And then once I started doing dumb shit or once I started losing relationships or once I was doing stuff at work, I was like, maybe I should probably see somebody.
0: Yeah. And that's one thing that uh, I hope people don't get to that point that it's just like, hey, like I'm drinking every day or I'm doing some like you said, some dumb shit and that you get to that point. But that's something uh, uh, that negative stigma of going to get help should be broken immediately. And I've talked to a lot of other like uh, pages that have been like about that. I was talking to uh, veterans with a sign uh, not too long ago. I think it was yesterday or the day before. And we're talking about stuff like that about like reaching out for help. And then even with uh, the whole situation that uh, I'm going through uh, recently with uh, one of my Marines committing suicide and he never reached out to anyone and talked to people. And it was just like, it was so weird because like even one of my other Marines talked to him every day, you know, he had just seen him not too long ago. And even then he he didn't notice, but I don't know if there was that weird uh stigma that it's just like hey, you you don't reach out for help, you just fucking do it on your own because you're a fucking marine or you're a fucking doc or you're X, Y, and Z. It's like, nah, man, like we, we all have our breaking points, and you know, getting that help <clears throat> is probably the best thing that you could probably do, not just for yourself but your family and everyone around you, you know.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad I I want to give a shout out to War because it saved my life. Like I wasn't suicidal or anything, but I was very uh, depressed. I was in a dark place. Uh, not too long ago. Um, Not just like life, you know, loss of family members, stuff like that too, you know, relationship stuff, Even though like, that's a whole complexity in itself. But uh, yeah, business stuff like that, like, uh, I had personal stuff that had my instructors, that I kind of like felt bad about and just, and you know, I needed to do because I was just and I'm sure you're in the same thing too, like you feel bad about your buddy. I had guys, same thing, stateside and military that blew their brains I was like, fuck, maybe I should have talked to that guy. Maybe I should have been not a jerk to him. Maybe I should have bought him a beer. Maybe I should have, like, take him out of the house or something like that. Yeah. Or, like, say, hey, hey, you know, let's go shooting or something like that. Let's, you know, let's get away from the wife and kids for a little bit. And that's one thing that haunts me to this day is, like, I wish, you know, but i would rather train all my medals all my shit that i have nowadays all the other bullshit I would, I would trade for one day extra day for some of my buddies that killed themselves or like people that i lost
0: oh no for sure hands down bro that's that that's an easy yeah i do the same like any fucking day of the week i trade everything and just just one more day
1: yeah and and suicides have increased especially the COVID. people are losing jobs overdoses have increased domestic violence you know divorces like it's it's if anything the pandemic's taught us to
0: like it's a mental test too yep really it's a mental and spiritual test for sure and then like for me like uh you know I'm, i might not seem like the most religious cat out there
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. know
0: like i'm i'm far from perfect but it's one of the things that at least uh for me personally i feel like it's been definitely an ease off my mind and a little bit on my spirit i guess to kind of you know uh you know Go to church and reach out to like god in that in that sense to kind of you know try to make sense of things and just a little bit more forgiveness on my own side instead of just carrying all this guilt thinking that you know which we tend to do a lot as like service members and especially if you're in the medical field or as like corpsmen medics uh, on either air force or uh, army side um, that we make a promise to a lot of these dudes that it's like hey man like being a corpsman or being a a, a doc, a medic, your your mom, your dad, your uh your chaplain, your a spiritual mental health step advisor, cousin. step cousin, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you no, doing? I'm stuck in stuck, stuck in the washer.
0: <laughs> nobody doing step, bro. <laughs> but you oh, know, we, we put a lot on our plates to help these dudes out, and then just you know, we promised to always be there for them. And then when we're not like, we, we tack on all this guilt. But for me, oh, yeah. I'd, I've, I I've felt like it's, it's helped out some, you know what I mean? That it's, sometimes you don't know what you don't know and you can do all the, it's the same thing like t- treating a patient. You can do all the correct things and there's gonna be something that's just gonna be highly inevitable that's out of your reach and out of your control that, you know, sometimes people die. It just, it's the sad reality of fucking things, you know?
1: It is, but, like, at the same time, you got to And – I'm I'm just like you, man. I uh, thought, oh, I'm going to save everybody, this and that. You can't save them all, man, can't. mentally or physically or spiritually or even, like, anything else, like, even, like, relationship-wise. You know, there's a friend of mine crying today. He called me. He's like, hey, you know, my wife left me, this and that. She didn't tell me why. I'm like, listen, if she can't handle you being at your worst or your worst time, then she ain't the one. Yep. And you also got to love yourself before <laughs> anything else in life. And, I mean, you can ask all the guys uh, that I work with or even the guys at say, War. man, I, I was a mess like a week or two ago, man. Like, yeah. I've been heartbroken. I get it. Like, I totally get it, dude. Yeah. We, we got to get better, at like, talking about it or seeing it.
0: Yeah. I, I think definitely for us that kind of, even you that have, like, a lot of influence, like, over all the, the training and you do and even for a lot of us here, it's the same thing that I try to, I don't know. Maybe I just need to do a fucking better job. We need to do a better job about talking stuff like that, about being open about reaching out. And as much as I post or try to talk about it, it's like, I don't know, maybe hopefully this, this episode might help some more people out. Then it's just like, Hey, you know, like I, I hurt, like I'm, you know, it's we're human beings, but it's okay to ask for help. Like I've, I have my support system here with me that just, you know, has been more than fucking phenomenal. of just, uh, keeping an eye on me and then making sure that I'm good and and everything you know what I mean and even like my homies when I was at home and after I got home from work uh, they were texting me hey man just want to make sure you're okay making sure you're good oh oh my boy all the homies from work and everyone was just like hey man like don't be afraid to call me or like or reach or do anything man because like I understand what you're going through but just get the help that you need let me know and we'll fucking take care of you dog and you know to me that that that's a fucking blessing but people need to know that you can't get help if you don't ask for it and just be and just because you ask doesn't mean anything less of you if anything it takes more courage to ask than to not ask you know what i'm
1: saying and i'll tell this right now um you know even though you and i have met and passing on mutual people I don't know you and I appreciate you saying I'm influenced by do it for people like you. And I love you, brother. And Send me it a would bro. tear me, it, it would tear me apart if something happened to you or anybody that we served with. It would just yeah. I I can't deal with any more heartbreak, dude. I'm I'm dealing with something with my family. I just we gotta like learn how to just like cope and talk because it, it's it's tearing us apart. And that's I think like what twenty percent militaries increase suicides have increased since the pandemic.
0: Yeah, yes, and and even just right now that uh, I've been getting fucking messages from kids at Great Lakes, I don't know if you've seen that whole ordeal right now. But- uh, What happened? So uh, there's like a few uh, A schools over there um, at Great Lakes. But with the shutdown and everything that's happening over there as well as most uh, A schools, most students at least from what it seemed like is that uh, they aren't allowed to leave base while everyone else is. And oh, these kids are no. cooped up and depending how long their, their basic school is just like some of them are there for fucking like six months. And, oh, I'd
1: hate that. Oh no. You know,
0: like imagine just seeing the same people not being able to leave and being stuck there on base in the <laughs> barracks. And, you know, it, it's, it's been kind of crazy. And I, and I feel for these kids cause it's just like, it, well, I could do it just because, you know, people like you and I, been in a, stuck in a, in a spot for like six seven months and it's just like all right whatever like it's not even a big deal but you know when you when there's that generational shift and they're unused to things of that sort which i'm not blaming them at all but the circumstance of it all does make it even shittier and then just you know mental health to everyone is at a whole different level because what's hard for you and i somebody else might have already committed suicide or they might right have now not, oh yeah yeah so it's you can't really compare on those levels, and you know I, I gotta be easy when it comes to things like that because I'm I can be super guilty of being like, oh, well, what they're going through is fucking nothing. That's fucking child's play. But then. Compared to the amount of shit that you and I both have been through. It's it's nothing, but to them it's just like this might be their first experience of something that extremely difficult. And I gotta be cognizant of that as well, you know.
1: So this will blow your mind, right? So when I went to Saberware, we watched like a couple of films. You know, like the movie like Castaway. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know what it really is about? So the director is like friends with Carmelantis, who wrote a bunch of like cool like Vietnam books, like mental health books. Mm-hmm. The director also, I believe, was a director of Force Gump. He's also a Vietnam vet. You know what it really was like sublimely about or Easter egging about? It was actually about him going to Vietnam. Because when Tom Hanks goes to the island, he's in a tropical place, he's isolated for years. Mm. Comes back, and his fiance or wife leaves him for somebody else. And it talks about like the isolation, it talks about the depression, it talks mm. about like the what ifs. And I was like, holy shit, that blew my mind when Jake told me that because you and I felt that. When I went from Guantanamo Bay, I was stuck on that rock for 18 months. I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of this rock.
0: Yeah.
1: Then I went then I went to, to Camp and I'm like, oh, this is nice for FMTB West. And then I went to fucking Toyota Palms, like, oh god damn it, now I'm in the fucking other isolation area. Yeah. And then I'm but I could leave the base. So I could go to LA or San Diego, you know, all these other cool Vegas, places yeah. in, in Vegas. Cause I was single, I didn't give a shit. But then when I went out to Afghanistan, I was like, oh, here comes the isolation again. And because mm-hmm. like I noticed that in the drive. Like San Diego or like whatever, it's like it's like the most uplifting drive. It's like brown, 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 green, 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 green. green, and, green we, yeah. <laughs> and when you come back, it's like green, green, dying, dying, brown, <laughs> shit, brown, just fucking dark. Yeah, so it's like well, I'm back in swamp palms again.
0: The minute you cross and uh, what is it to Beaumont and you hit the <laughs> yeah, but, <or laughs> the, like hit the valley.
1: It's like god damn it.
0: Oh my god, I oh dude. I know exactly. It's the most yeah.
1: depressing drive. It's like, yeah, I left. And then we come back, we're like, oh, my God. Uh,
0: I go, like, really uh, on that fucking split, dude. Oh, my God. And then With you start the seeing the fucking windmills.
1: <laughs> it's like, well, here it comes. It goes nothing.
0: Uh, here's pain. And then you start yeah. driving uh, up to 62 on that fucking uphill. Oh, yeah. oh God. But, but
1: like, that. Oh, yeah. Back to those kids in A school, they're probably feeling what you and I felt is like the isolation from society and from their loved yeah. ones or from you know, like, imagine, like, you and I being single there right now like, being on Tinder to, like, hey, I can't meet up with you, but I'm on base. So, like, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> imagine being, like, a young man there on the fucking, you know, Great Lakes, isolated.
0: Yeah, that, w- that would kind of blow, especially because uh, I think Parcheesi's has been closed.
1: Yeah, that breaks my heart. Like, I, I can't <sighs> believe that. But, like, well, well, think about this. If you're in, like, the submarine A school, that's probably nothing. Like, oh, whatever, going on with submarine for that might get uh, ready,
0: whatever. Bro, no. <laughs> Even the fucking nukes in, like, uh where's their school at? Uh Washington, I think?
1: Yeah, it was Washington, but there was, I know in Great Lakes it was, like, the Snipes or whatever they call called, the uh, ship people. The Snipes, FS
0: people. Something like that. Yeah. There's I'm a, a I'm few of them, them out there. I oh, think yeah, EMs of- are out there
1: ems yeah there's like other ratings out there too but yeah like i could imagine like being stuck at like that part of the base for like a while
0: yeah main side only has like what the i remember they had the big px over there they had Pure 525 the uso
1: I, I volunteered there but yeah it was. they had a nice place.
0: gym over there too it was decent oh. and oh, then yeah. fuck i think that's all they had that's the only thing i remember but yeah that would suck bro and then uh you know apparently there's yeah the kids are struggling out there bro and just uh i understand that there's things that need to be taken into precaution for people's fucking safeties but at the same time like i'm in my own personal opinion that has no medical background i guess you gotta say it's just like you know like people are gonna if people are gonna catch corona they're gonna fucking catch it whether they're on base or they're fucking off base
1: oh yeah like, well even like the prisons here like we had a lot of outbreaks in the prisons here or whatever but, like hey man if I, if I get covid i'd rather die comfortably in my bed than like a prison or like a hospital bed i'd rather yeah. die comfortably <laughs> you know. <laughs> like you know what a mask is like my one well, of my co-workers or my instructor said this he's like it's basically like my uh, underwear protecting gets my fart yeah <laughs> like, that's, that's, a, that's a good way to put it man i'm like damn jo- josh is a wise dude he actually uh if for firefighting, he's a salty guy. He actually had we had an active shooter in 2017 at Westview High School. Kid was blasted twice with a shotgun. My uh, chief packed his wound, saved his life, and he'll him. He had nice. survived 12 gauge birdshot point blank. Uh, that's a different that's a different story, <laughs> but oh yeah, yeah, good old Josh Keller, man, wise dude. At
0: least some dudes just fucking know what's up and they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Uh, that's why i have instructors like that man they're guys like you military civilian you name it have been through shit man. so but anyway yeah back to mental health dude like uh i'm telling you if any of you guys are listening you need to like check out save a warrior you need to check out like all the programs out there when we just try your damnedest to get your keep yourself busy if you don't keep yourself busy that's when you get in trouble i'm gonna tell you that right now
0: oh yeah for sure idle hands make for uh weird times but you said they were called what uh save a warrior let me
1: look them up warrior, there's, warrior, there's, there's a warrior pl- there's there's a plethora of stuff out there Equan therapy i'm actually afraid of horses but i'm trying to get better at them like, i love horses but i'm scared of them because there's a lot of farms here and like Is i remember we a warrior
0: guy- uh, saw yeah okay okay okay, okay yeah, i, so I War- just uh okay
1: yeah they're good dudes man i'm glad i did they taught you like meditation they teach you like different like other parts of psychology it's actually pretty fascinating man and like you know what's sad uh during our cohort or class uh two guys killed themselves that try to get seats in our, like they try to get seats in our in our class Shit. and i'm like i'm dead serious like they are like it's worth it like it's like it's free people pay for it they have a lot of powerful organizations of people that sponsor them that they're, they're mm. legit like that's coming from me like they're a legit organization
0: yeah i, I just uh i just shared them right now so uh
1: it saved my life, dude Like, it saved. Like trust me, I'm not afraid to say that shit Like, I wasn't suicidal or anything, but I was at a low Like, they saved a lot of people's lives They're the real deal, man,
0: I hey, and I, I've been down to on that low Like, even uh, before But it's like, yeah, if you don't You never know what you don't know And it's like, you may reach that low and you might think It's like, oh, you know, I never would have done it But sometimes, you know uh, Your mind can't play fucking tricks on you And then you might be a couple bottles in and who knows my what could happen so it's better to even if you're not at that point why wait till you reach that point you know
1: or just do something dumb like i know uh guys even guys i work with i'm not gonna say their names but they do dumb stuff like uh they mm. do crazy stuff with a fire scene or act sure like uh a- you know they get to lower like fuck if i get hit by a car or shot i don't give a shit like it's like well dude you shouldn't think like that man you got family to go back to you know
0: yeah i've 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 seen a a little bit of that happen too as well and one of the guys was uh he had a dnr for uh the deployment and he had just had a kid too and it was just like bruh like you sure about that he's like yeah man like don't worry about it i don't want to come back as a fucking chicken nugget without any limbs and I'm like, nah, bro, I-, I won't let you die a chicken nugget. You can sue me afterwards, but <laughs> it's like you got, you got a wife and or kids. be like Starship,
1: or be like Starship Troopers and shoot him in the chest. Like, you know what to do,
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> what to do, man. Or, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: like, I mean, there's nugget porn too, but that's another thing. But, like, uh, you know what's funny is uh, I'm actually gonna play Xbox with one of my uh, guys who lost his legs in my squad. Yeah, uh, Brad Ivan Chan, and he is the funniest dude. Like, him and Chris are both handsome, dude. They still call me fat. I'm like, well, at least I got legs in the fridge, bitch, but that's a good
0: <laughs> <story>. <laughs> hey, How, about we, how like, about we walk it off after this, huh? Like. Oh, dude, oh, we crack
1: jokes. We're just, but like, he might play Xbox, but I tell you what, man, that dude, he's like another brother to me, man. And guys like that, I mean, shit, he climbed mountains in the Himalayas with his double amputations, but like, if guys like that can do it, you and I should fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah,
0: we had shitty days, but like, you know why I can be able to do it? Cause my legs would hurt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he's probably going like, that motherfucker. Uh, he, uh, we love you, bro. <laughs> I, I, the darkest humor that I got with him. Cause like him, every guy I treated that like stepped on an IED or whatever. They're like, Oh, like, is my dick still there? That's the first thing they ask. Oh, always. Like, oh am my bleeding? But like, I, I always joke with him. I think like he stepped on ID for me to touch his dick on purpose. That's just between yeah. us. I think I think it, I think was like he, he did that on purpose so I can come and touch it. That's what you did that for you piece of shit. It's
0: like, when you could to just ask me? I would have done it regardless, bro. I got boob. Yeah, I it.
1: mean, yeah, exactly. But like, you know, but that's what I'm talking about. It was a dark humor with yeah. mental health. But guys like you and I like, um, you know, I'm trying to walk around so I can stretch. Hmm. Uh, we, we use that to mask our shit. Like, you and I probably have the darkest humor. Like, you know, us paramedics, EMTs, nurses, cops, firefighters. Like, we seem like so much crazy shit in our lives. We just mask it with dark humor. And, uh, yeah. But, like, even comedians or people like Robert Williams killed themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, little <laughs> things like that. And, yeah. uh, again, Taught me that, dude. Yeah, you could be the funniest guy on the earth, but you can still be lonely. Mm -hmm.
0: And 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 if they are feeling lonely, that's something that should be highly voiced, regardless of how like uh, how much they might feel like people might think it's weird, but it's like it it really isn't. I would much rather you call me or text me or whatever the reach out to me in any form of manner than having to see your wife crying and my me and my marines fucking crying over you bro because you know that's that's like the worst thing like i'd much rather you text me being fucked up saying hey man like i'm not good like i'll take that any day of the week and yo oh, yeah go ahead yeah dude and like you said man it's people from not just the military officers emts because there's a majority of the there's a wide variety of audience that uh that like the page and listen to this kind of shit so whatever it is that or even civilians or even if you're just if you're just going through a rough time period regardless of whatever you've done in life or haven't done or whatever if you're going through a rough time reach out to anyone like literally even like us and i, I try to answer dms as much as possible and i, I try to answer to just to everybody but there's a lot of good people that like you you have family, you have friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, uh, or maybe both. I don't know which way you swing. I dig. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and it you know that, reach out to anyone for the love of God, please.
1: <laughs> well, and that's the thing—not just like tooting saber warrior nonstop, but like uh, even for holidays or just like your boys, or whatever. Even like Xbox or anything like that, or going out shooting. Little things like yep. that you'll never know might help somebody. Like, even for me, my uh, firefighter buddy's like, hey, you want to go hunting? I'm like, man, I never hunt deers before. I hunted cougars in the bar and people, but not not deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but like, I, I mean, little things like that, it might help out. Or go camping. Or just, you got to stay active, man. If you don't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it, it'll, it'll eat up. I still go to the gym. I might be a little chunky, but I have my personal trainer. She's a smoke show, but she keeps me motivated. Like, Hell she yeah! Said, hey, you're gonna run the extra mile. I'm like, shit. Okay.
0: She like them thick boys.
1: <laughs> well, she has a boyfriend, but she's pretty cool, and hopefully, she doesn't listen. As maybe she will, maybe she won't. I don't
0: know. She's leading but, you on, bro. That's
1: <laughs> no, but she's a good girl. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, even the girl that I kind of, I kind of screwed up with recently, she kind of put me in check too, and I and I own it. And that's one thing I learned. Recently, mm-hmm. it, it's good to forgive yourself on a lot of things and yep. forgive other people that did you wrong. And I, I even called people that like did me wrong or I did them wrong. They're bold their eyes out. Like even my family, like they were like, yep. I didn't realize you're you're in a dark place. I'm like, yeah, because I didn't know how else to express it.
0: Yeah, and that's what I did too. And even though uh <clears throat> I'm, I might have been uh pretty drunk at the moment, and I'm one of my junior guys that like I'm, I wasn't cool with anymore. Uh, yeah some shit happened or whatever but i called him because i he knew the homie and, and then you know i put all those negative feelings aside and i was like you know what and like regardless of shit like i was like i called him and talked to him i was like yo bro like i'm sorry to be calling you out of the blue like this and it's fucking late uh because he was uh, i think he's still on the east coast i'm not entirely sure to be honest and uh, i kind of i've kind of remember the conversation i really don't <laughs> like bits and pieces but yeah. But even then, I still kind of put all those feelings aside. And it's like, you know what, like, he's one of the boys, we all deployed together, like, it's, sometimes you got to put that personal shit aside. And then just think about the overall, the overall picture of things and just say, you know, what, last thing we need is another person that we have to go to a fucking funeral for. You know what I mean, and it's good to kind of put put that stuff aside and forget people because life life is short evidently it is.
1: You know? i mean i'm in my 30s now and i'm like i'm getting more and more emotional in my 20s like i don't give a fuck like i'm gonna fuck every you know this and that like you ever did you see the uh youtube with like mike tyson a little boozy he made that dude like soul search dude because he's like i think you kill people i think you're a thug because you're gay like like mike mike tyson saw right through his bullshit dude mm-hmm. like that dude alone if you look up his YouTube videos of, like, his daughter dying or whatever, like, that dude went through some shit, dude. And that's what I love about, like, going to rehab or going to group or going yeah. to the places like Save Warrior, because, like, you need some real motherfuckers, dude, that just see right through your bullshit. Oh, yeah. Even, like, some of the SF guys I know, like, like, hey, man, you need help. I was just like you, dude. I was pulled the trigger myself. And it was like, holy oh, shit. Like, they, they'll see right through your shit. That's what you need. You need people in your life that will call you on your bullshit i just see right through your your soul
0: yeah that's always good to have people that are like straight honest with you so that that way like you said like instead of just like no man i'm fine it's like no motherfucker like you need to go get seen we care for you and it's we love flexing your arm in a good way you know what i mean
1: no i just it's also good buddy check too because i've been called out and i it took me a while to own shit even the, the the girl that I loved the whatever like she called me out on my shit and she was right you know I hope she's listening but like uh you know I regret that I was such a dick to her and other people and that her and like a family member of mine didn't I didn't make full amends with it. everybody mm-hmm. else in my life I made amends with that like got a lot off my chest dude like here, even here like here's like I'll show you since you're on video this is a box of letters i was sent to me on Sableware. that like mm-hmm. touched my heart dude like people were like hey we love you this and that like even friends of mine like that like made me tear up dude. Yeah, that's that was- awesome,
0: bro. That's good. It makes me happy. It makes me proud, bro, that you're, you know, taking all the right steps as as you should. And you know, I'm 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 gonna follow suit and try to do a little bit better. uh and and as much as like, it's kind of skewed that you know, I want to do it better for my Marines, for my family, for my guys, and everyone. I know, like, I know it's I'm doing it deep down for me because it's something that's gonna you know help me come to a peace to a lot of things and. Like you said, you know, we, we gotta we gotta own up to a lot of things that we do, but then we also have to forgive ourselves for the things that we didn't do. Cause sometimes because you don't you, you don't know sometimes, you know.
1: Oh yeah. And and that's I'm still learning as I go. I'm not perfect. And I'm actually trying to be sober. I actually haven't smoked cigarettes in a few I keep the cigarettes off people I haven't drank in like you know, a month or two, but like I'm trying, nice. dude. Even though my damn brother gave me a freaking shower beer fucking holder. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm good tool for that shit, man. By the way, you like my Suicide Charlie cup?
0: Yeah, no, I saw that, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, best thing ever. But yeah, it just you know, mental health it needs to be addressed better for not only just military but civilian or as a whole. Like I feel like. You know, mental health. There's such a big mental health crisis. That's why so many people are overdosing or you know yep. kill themselves because nobody just wants to talk about it. They're like, oh, whatever. He was a junkie. Like, okay, but why? Why was he why? at that point? Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Where was everyone else that they they didn't have the the mental fortitude to kind of be there and be like, oh, well, I, you know, I, that's kind of how he is. It's like no regardless of if that's how you see them every day if i'm smoking crack every day that's that's still not good you know what i mean just because oh he's the fucking crackhead well why is he a crackhead you know what i mean like that's it's the why that's the biggest concern and then us as uh friends family or whatever like that's our job to make sure that our guys are doing okay and understanding that why people are getting that crazy well
1: it's just not just that but i think also this is like Again, I'm bringing up Sable War again. The thing they bring up is complex PTS or Mm. PTSD. Child, Like, people, everyone that we know, they have childhood trauma or they had something happen to their childhood that, like, changed them, good or bad. And I'll bring up my childhood. I'm not afraid to bring it. I had spinal meningitis when I was, like, three to five years old. And I had to work. I had to learn to read and write again all over again. That shit sucked. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, my whole my whole life, I've been proving people wrong, and, that, and I think like, uh, in my recent years, I think that's that was my biggest issue, was trying to prove myself non-stop. It's like, why the fuck am like These people don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in the military do that, too. Corman do that, too. Everyone's like, oh, I want a combat action, but I don't want to do the same shit. And that goes back to the whole identity crisis thing. It's like, well, dude, you don't have to see combat to prove yourself being a man. Yeah. And it took me recent years to realize that. I was like, fuck, like, I was a fucking idiot. Like, I could have just, like, avoided that completely without, like, trying to, like, throw my shit out there, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and that's one thing I've tried to definitely... Even though I get caught making dumb memes about stuff like that, you know? <laughs> but it's... It's all good. Yeah, and, and it's all just for, like, memes. And I, I know sometimes I gotta... you always tell me, like, oh, you know, you got, you got influence because you got numbers. It's like, no, that doesn't fucking matter. People can make their own opinions and have their own thoughts without like me or a different page whatever but it's just like it's uh the thing is it's just you can be, like you said you could be a good corpsman a good medic a good person without having to look at anyone else it's just what are you doing in your yeah. own life that is making things better for you and everyone around you you know what i mean and even if you're even if you put in 50 you're putting in 50% more today than you did the day before and it's just at increasing a little bit more every day
1: and yeah it's just like going to the gym man like keep yourself accountable, you know keep your buddies accountable mm-hmm. like, even my my uh cohort uh zero one one twelve which you know shout out to you guys as well and also guys at ptm j crow and uh unitasha Fi- close fire all you guys out there as well um keep your people in check man like uh, somebody's acting weird you'll know when they're off yeah. If you don't know, you know, still like ask them anyway. Just bullshit them and say, "Hey, how was your day, man?" Just like just little things like that. Rather than just being a fucking asshole. And that was the biggest regret I have as a corpsman.
0: Yeah.
1: treat people like numbers. And I wish I'd, I've never done that. Even all the mass cases I have, even firing EMS. Yeah. I that that's one thing we need to get better at is critical stressor briefings. We need to like, if you see something fucked up, you should be like, "Hey, we should probably talk about." It. I'm like, no, nah, we gotta go patrol," or "Now nah, we gotta." go back to the station and play xbox well no yeah. we saw a little kid like two years ago i had a kid die in my hands I had a, you know, a steering wheel go through his face and, and this was on the an anniversary when my marines passed away you know with my squad mates and it fucked me up dude yeah like i was even and i think that like even like for that to like now things escalated and just made shit worse i just even like his anniversary was the this few weeks ago mark sullivan mm-hmm. died as a smoke jumper but yeah he was one of my survivors of my mask has i'm saying and and I, and I felt a lot of regret for that, man. Like, as a corman, I was just like, you hey, know, like to took out my fucking neck collar.
0: Let's get rid of my turkey neck. Bother me. It's sexy, though.
1: So, there you go. I took out my neck gator. Oh my God. Let's turkey, turkey neck. There we go. Oh, I actually look skinnier.
0: Yeah, it looks good, man. No, what?
1: <laughs> uh, uh. No, you're good. Like, as a corpsman or a provider, you always have the second thoughts like, oh, I should have, could have, maybe I should have cracked them. Maybe I should have done this better. Maybe I should have mm-hmm. flown them out earlier. Maybe I should have, should have, could have like, it was done, it's done, man. Yep. I mean, the past is for a reason. Oh, for sure. And I, I that's the whole reason why I teach, like, fuck the money, fuck the bullshit. I just do it for a mental health dude. I even told one of my instructors the other day, he's like, Jack, you spend way too much money or you pay too much. I'm like, hey, I'd rather break even or make don't make shit than make, make my classes look flawless than, you know, hoard it all in. Like, that's the problem with a lot of companies out there. Everybody wants to do it for money or for the wrong reasons or for Instagram, but they should do it. They actually, like, invest in their students and their instructors or, like, you know, the whole thought of, like, saving lives, especially for mental health
0: yeah because if if you're you're doing it just to make that money then it's just like you're i I understand you still have people to pay and you have like like family support but it's all about that quality product that you're putting out there and if you're not putting out that good stuff and knowing that you could do extra more which is one of the things that I, i always look up to you for bro is like going that extra mile and doing the those uh those extra things so that way people can understand exactly what they're doing even just using those um uh, the focus little cubes or whatever.
1: Oh yeah. Thank you. Shout out to focus Combat medical and all you guys too. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Them hooking <laughs> you up with all the that tech stuff, metal. bro. Yeah. Cause it's like yeah. um, that stuff can definitely help teach a lot more for concepts <laughs> that are a little harder to teach, especially when it comes to like tunneling and doing and seeing different types of wounds when it comes to packing. It's like, unless you kind of see how those rounds can travel and knowing how to pack based on things that you can actually control, like seeing uh, those types of wounds, it won't surprise you when you come and you see one because it's like, okay, I kind of know exactly what I'm looking for now based on like the things that I've learned through. Like
1: and we you also do. use live. We live tissue meat too, but like, I actually, yeah. I pay for them. I actually pay for extra products from them and also RevMed, like the XStat shit or whatever. I rather, yeah. and people, people are like, you know, why are you paying so much money in the students? And I like, want you I'm like, cause like I, I want them to see it and actually experience it. Cause if they come across it or like a different tourniquet or something, it doesn't blindside them, but it should be the same thing for mental health. Yeah, Like uh, there's a, there's a class I need to dig into. We, we, uh, I'm also an instructor and it's called PTEB. It's basically like the psychology or PTSD of patients. So, if you transport somebody in the ambulance, that's that's traumatizing for their life. That probably is the worst day they're ever having. And we don't think about that as providers either or as corpsmen. Yeah. You know, that was one thing, like, it's kind of fucked up for me to say, but, like, when I had Afghan casualties, I didn't give a fuck about them, but they were probably having the worst days
0: of their lives. Yeah. You know? No, I've had something similar like that, but it was uh, with the Iraqis. But instead, uh, they were having the better day of their life because uh, they were coming in and they were going to go see Americans. <laughs> oh yeah they, yeah. They, they're they like oh i'm getting treated by americans oh no i'm good i'm gonna live i was just like oh shit <laughs> and you don't see that because like most of the people like yeah like you're here in the u.s people are just like oh my god but you go to any other country you get treated by americans it's like a dream come true and th- there's definitely an underappreciation of that 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 bit where i know i'm kind of going on a different tangent but even then yes like to the people that are here who haven't experienced and seen the other it, they know that yeah this is their worst where to other people it's just like hey i'm um, i'm being treated by somebody way better than i ever expected but yeah it, it situationally it still can't be pretty bad yeah
1: uh, well and we gotta get better at like uh again briefing after each incident that's like especially when it's traumatic you know yeah. uh, the fire service are kind of getting better at, but not really i mean there's suicides in the fire service too actually a guy i worked with his dad -hmm. Uh, wrote a suicide note. He committed suicide in the fire tower. And one of my instructors found him, and the fire tower blew his brains. Imagine, like, you being on scene, you find your dad commit suicide in the fire station or like the fire tower. That would fuck me up, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad.
1: I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's happens a lot in the fire and police and civilian, too. Just people
0: hide it, or people just don't tell you till it's too late. Yeah. there, There, there has to be a, I don't even know what else more we could do, bro, that just even uh, talking about it more, checking in on our dudes more, uh, maybe even like hosting events a little bit more. Definitely something to kind of keep people you know, posted on that. Or even just kind of like how you and I are doing, you know, that people can see that like, you know, we're we're open to talk about what what's hurting us and we're we're not letting that negative stigma of just not being manly or whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's just like no, like I'll, I'll have the courage enough to say, yeah, bro, I'm fucking hurting. Like, yeah, my marine just fucking killed himself. No, I'm not thinking about like hurting myself. I'm in. I have a good support. I'm good. It's gonna take me a little bit of time to grieve and you know process this whole thing, but I'm gonna pull through because I know that it's not the first guy that I've lost to suicide, and I've seen what it's done to families and.
1: oh yeah friends
0: and everyone around is just like that's that is the last thing i would ever want is seeing is knowing that my my friends my family and everyone that i know is sitting there crying because i didn't say anything you
1: know yeah or did you make it dark so you don't i'll
0: see you crying is that what you did Oh yeah, dude, for sure, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. And I gotta make it all somber so you don't so you don't see my tears, yeah, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, is, yeah. Like uh, yeah. a
1: witness for Texas or
0: some shit. Wait wait, 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 wait. Let me. So when I told him <laughs> that we were over <laughs> here,
1: <laughs> no, but like you know what's is actually you made a good point there, uh, and he actually did this at the right time because that's what's around the corner—the holidays. You got Thanksgiving, you got yep. Christmas, you got. Monica, you got kwanzaa you got other fancy holidays coming around the corner mm-hmm. but nobody checks in i actually work the holidays in the fire the fire stations just to keep me busy also mm-hmm. for the extra pay or just keep me busy but uh yeah man holidays are usually the roughest for people or anniversaries that's probably yep. like, even like it's been like eight years since like my mask has i still check on my boys even the one i had beefs with or whatever my like, hey man i still love you hope you're alive. if
0: you're mm-hmm. not
1: don't say anything smiley face yeah <laughs> No, but, like, I, I'm not like that, but like, I, you yeah. know, I keep it like sweet, sweet, or like I talk to them on Xbox or, yeah you know, or they're in town or vice versa. I'm in their town, I check on them, you know?
0: Yeah, I've I'd, I'd definitely been doing a little bit more now recently and just uh, texting a couple of my boys. And uh, I'm in a couple of group chats uh on a text string and stuff. And then uh try to text the boys. And even if it's just sending a fucking dumb meme and then just making sure everyone's kind of replying to that, you know what I mean? It's, it's I feel like even that is, uh, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's something better than fucking nothing. But yeah, I, I try to be a little more proactive on that. And then even just <clears throat> letting them know that it's like, because uh, I don't have like a personal social media or anything like that. And uh, letting them, hey, here's my number or reach me at the fucking page if you guys fucking want to. So I don't know. That's it's great, oddly man. therapeutic making memes and uh, talking to random strangers on the internet. <laughs>
1: I, I, and that's one thing that was kind of like the that's good you're doing that, but I need to get better at that too because, like, sometimes you gotta be careful, like, who you reach out to. It's like, and I've been guilty, of like, or I'm following on, like, I'm leaving group chats where because I was annoyed, but like, uh, yeah, there's one the realest thing I, I heard, and I said this in a previous podcast was like, you know, you gotta be careful who you are vulnerable to because people take advantage of that as well. Yeah. Like, people can be friendly, but they cannot be your friend. Yep. and uh and and like i said when i was at my low i knew who my true friends were when i when i got my phone back from Sableware, because I, mm. I had my phone off for like 72 80 hours or whatever and they took away from me you know so i was like part of the ritual and part of meditation stuff like yeah. that i had people text me saying happy birthday or, i love you and this and that And i was like those are those are the real friends you'll know like if you're going through like some yeah be like hey you know good luck this and that and then of course certain other people i thought had my back or loved me they didn't so I was like, well, there you go. There's your answer right there. There if, it is. Yeah, and that's, I'm just learning that recently. Like the recent person I, I thought I was love with, same thing. Like, you know, give me cold shoulder. It's like, all right, well, there you go. And I wish you the best. I, I still love and forgive you. And that, and that, even with family members, you know, even yep. a family member of mine, I love them. I forgive them, but doesn't forgive me or vice versa. That's on them. It's like, a, you should really watch that. Oh, uh, Mike Tyson, Little Boosie interview. Okay, Little Boosie goes off. Yeah, he. Oh, say again.
0: Oh no, you're coming a little uh, broken there. But, uh, oh yeah, you're
1: good. You're good. Yeah, like you should definitely watch that Little Boosie, Little Boosie and uh, Mike Tyson interview. Like Little Boosie's like, "Oh man, I take care of my homies. You know, I I, get, I bail them out of jail, this and that." And Mike Tyson asks him like, "Why? Why well, don't want them to flip on me? I don't want them to turn on me." He's like, "Listen, I do." the same shit as mike tyson i get like all this other stuff but people still turn that's on their souls that's not on you Yep. and like little boosie was quiet like a mouse he was like look like he was in tears about to be in tears so, like mike tyson just like went through his soul He was like you know what dude like yeah you can have all his millions of dollars but like people will turn on you or people will bang your girl behind your back or people will do this and that to you and it's like it's kind of true and i've been on both ends of the spectrum with that like yep. you know, I'm, I'm no saint myself but like when you go through rehab or go to jail or like uh other stuff uh, or, like, go get through a lot of shit. Like, you realize, like, who your real friends are who are, like, a man, a man sleeps better better when he knows his enemies. Like, that's another thing I, like my dad once taught me. And that's kind of true, man.
0: Yeah, definitely having the, the right people in your uh, inner circle is definitely fucking key. Yeah, definitely having a, a good inner circle and knowing who you have around you is, is key. Because, yeah, sometimes, like you said... Uh, depending on what you're doing and especially like for pages, sometimes it, sometimes it's fucking weird. And it's just like, I just, I want to be cool with everyone. But at the same time, it's the same thing. People just, they see the numbers and they see stuff and it's like, oh, I'm gonna just try to tag along or whatever. Just cause you know, which oh, is sh- all the time, dude. Oh yeah. And you know, I don't mind helping people sharing stuff, but when they, they become a little oversellers with it, it's just like, bro, can you just chill? Like just, for, just for like, just, just chill.
1: And I, and I was guilty of it when I first started out over the years. And like, and I, I've been doing this since even when I was in the military or whatever. But like, and then yeah. once I like start figuring out how people operate, I mean, you guys dealt with that too with certain event organizations. You can tell like who's there for like actually like helping people out and who's all there for all bullshit. Like that's why, like I'm glad you guys and a few other of the mean pages expose like the whole twenty two a day push up bullshit. It's like or like Pizza Strike. That's that's a funny ass dude, man. Like yeah
0: he's always he's, calling out the whole bro vet uh mill stuff dude It's awesome
1: well yeah he's a good dude and he sent me some pretty badass patches but him along with like other groups um all you guys that sent me stuff i really do appreciate your support and there's other groups out there just they don't give a shit they want to make they want to make the almighty dollar and i remember uh there's a certain group you guys called out and i kind of like chimed in too i'm like you know what's funny you guys kind of pander off guys can like Veterans killing themselves, but you don't do shit about it. And they got the one of their little actresses, like, I'll oh, butthurt and I'm like, it's the truth. Like, it guys, I remember that. Bullshit. Well, you know, it's funny. And I know <clears> that guy. <throat> he doesn't realize I know some of those people because they know a few of my people. And it's like, well, listen, dude, like, you want thousands of dollars worth of medical gear supplies for me, but yet, where's the money go? Are you actually like it to homeless veterans? Like, 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 will be apparel and Green Wolf Tactical. They at least donate their, like, their will be their money to like actual people that need it, like homeless yeah. veterans. You guys do the same shit, like, uh, and I do the same thing. I taught like free stop the bleed classes or whatever to like.
0: Yeah, you know? I remember that. <clears throat>
1: oh yeah, I did all that. We shared fire- all your stuff
0: during that time. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and even the live fire. Day, I did that for a freebie because like those guys, they're going through the harm's Way it's like, hey man, like I know you're going to be a cop in Toledo, Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio. Those are rough ass areas. I'll teach you your know, basic, basic stop the bleed shit, mm-hmm. and they appreciate it because they're they're during the riots, man. Shit was getting real, dude. Oh,
0: i've and, seen videos online yeah
1: dude yeah it was i mean there's a couple times where i got either where like even some of my coworkers like we got like had ccw's and car guns in our cars body armor to work like that's crazy like going to the random hoarder's house body armor i'm like hello don't shoot me like <laughs> ems cfd or unit times don't shoot us thank you yeah even my fire chief he had somebody pull a gun like you know it's like the because they were taking this uh, one lady out and she dropped a gram of coke and the guy Rings of 12 days, like racks is like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, shit can Oof. get real, <laughs> yeah, like little things <laughs> like that, man. But, uh, but back to the whole like veteran organization, actually with mental health, like what I was, what I was very impressed with, Sable is yeah. it was free from first responders, the, the C500, whatever, but like they have all yeah. these organizations pay for you to sit in your ass and see because they actually provide food, they actually provide like. You know lodging they actually provide like all this other crazy shit that they provide for you while you meditate and yeah, yeah. it's awesome and i actually do meditation 10 to 20 times 20 minutes a day before and after work before when i wake up and when i go to work or before okay, i go to bed nice. and i and i learned like it, it actually when you do this when you meditate it reminds me of mace exams or neuro exams mm-hmm. yep because yeah. <laughs> it, it control it controls both sides of your brain and it's like oh like when uh jake and all the guys taught me that table where i was like i was like holy shit this is like our MACE exams. mace
0: yeah. But I'm doing it on myself.
1: I was like, holy shit, I didn't think about it like that way,
0: dude. To kind of keep your mind in check and making sure all your senses are honed in and everything. Damn, I never thought of it like that either. Well, there's That's one guy,
1: good. he meditated at Malibu, because there's a save award actually in the West Coast, too. He's like, he's gotten, he's gotten to the point of meditation where he was at a beach and he didn't even hear the waves. I'm like, I want to get to that point, dude. Just like zone the fuck out.
0: Uh, uh, keep at it, bro. Keep practicing. You know, eventually you'll get there. Be like
1: a jedi or sith lord or something
0: I, i've been Which, trying to get, get into doing yoga i feel like because uh one because it helps out my body and two it's the same thing it's just kind of trying to focus in on that breathing and then uh, just like all these like quiet at least like subtle movements and stuff to kind of put my body back into check and my mind too and in the morning it's good to kind of wake my ass up and get my back ready you know
1: <laughs> you actually remind me i need to get a yoga mat dude you remind me i need to do that with my meditation I made, mean, like, actually, my little extra bedroom I have because I have a two-bedroom condo. It's, yeah. like, now my, like, meditation in the office room. So I just sit here and I like, push everything to the side and I sit here and just meditate.
0: Nice. That's what's up.
1: Yeah, man. And uh, the guys at the fire department were making fun of me, but they were respectful of it. And, like, they were, like, giving me a hard time because, like, them and, like, these, like, other female EMT paramedics were, like, do you want a cigarette with us? I'm like, no. I'm trying to quit. They're like, you sure? I'm, like, no. Like, leave Like, leave me alone. Yeah, but they're they're cool about it because they, they knew what's up they, they had issues too. And uh even like uh after that the active shooter that we had in my old department, I know people are so fucked up from that too. Yeah. Cause, cause it cause it was a surreal. Like, it was like, but nobody died, which was crazy, even though somebody got shot
0: twice. But yeah. Yeah, just the, the mere fact that it happened is still gonna have a psychological lasting effect.
1: No, it's like combat, like you you see uh the cracks around you, like wow, we just got in like a gunfight. That was kind of cool. <laughs> now I got now I go back to the base and jerk off and eat MRE. Like <laughs> 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 but it's like repeat and but like your average person doesn't know how to comprehend that.
0: Yeah, especially because well one thing the military does teach you is to kind of get into that mentality of just like you know at some given point in time you're gonna get shot at and that someone is potentially gonna get hurt or get killed but we're already trained and even though as much as we get into that mentality it's not as easy still once shit does happen because it's still kind of like i know it's gonna happen or it might or it might not but you're still not as ready as you ever think you're going to but even then it's gonna affect <sighs> you then later but it's what you do afterwards That kind of you know it's super important and vital well
1: yeah and like you know what the since uh, the mace exam reminds me of Like stroke or like the cincinnati stroke s- Scales like i know a few qu- Corman i'm not gonna throw on their bus to kind of half-ass It but like we need to get better like documented Shit even when the shit happens after the fact Yeah I, n- I know so many guys that call me Like even for the va claims like hey do you remember When we got blown up in the mrap or do you remember When we got blown up on the one yep. firefighter i'm like i'm like I don't remember that shit dude Like <laughs> I mean, Document like i don't know
0: I- i've had A few of those uh I did I did one of those not too long ago well, Yeah I have a,
1: I need a Man maybe I need your help with this Because I need to watermark one of my videos Uh There's a video of me treating I use this for my classes too of me treating a dumbass a guy backblasted one of his buddies mm-hmm. We all have TBIs We all have like RPG blasts But mm-hmm. now I think about it I was like fuck I should have like have everybody kazabacked out or whatever Because all of us like oh my head hurts Those fucking dumb fucks It's like well shit we just all had TBIs We didn't even fucking know it like again, it's like you said with the military, like they teach you, like, to say, Okay, this happened now, you gotta still complete the mission.
0: Yeah, and but, uh, go ahead, yeah, no, 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 no. my bad, not mean to interrupt. Go ahead, yeah,
1: no, but like, you know, what's funny is with TCCC alone, they tell you, like, Okay, complete the mission, eliminate the threat, that's fine, but for mental health, if you don't treat yourself, what good are you to complete the
0: mission, especially yep. as a corpsman? as a medic a corpsman and any of those uh job aspects yeah if like you're not mentally well you're just gonna tack on more to your plate to a point that it's just gonna you're gonna you're gonna break
1: oh yeah and, and there's go.
0: Still... go ahead yeah and uh marines count on us for a lot of things or even if you're a medic like you're, you're joes your airmen you know what i mean they, they count on on the docks to be there and be a hundred percent and if you're uh, if you're not doing your job as a doc and taking care of yourself primarily, you're not going to be able to help out your dudes. No. And we need to, we need to be better at that. I need to be better at that. <laughs> all of us do, man. I'm yeah. still, Hey,
1: I'm still learning as I go. And like, if any of you guys that are in my life that I love and forgive, like, I hope you forgive me for all the times I, I didn't get help earlier mm. and I'm trying, you know, I'm still trying. I'm still trying to like work on my diet, drinking, come back and smoking, like, uh, i know jake's probably listening to me say more but like i'm working on my meditation because he's like look don't call me unless you meditate that was a real fucking dude because if you look him up he has an impressive background uh but like yeah he just was like look don't call me unless you put in the work like that's a real ass dude dude
0: yeah and that's that's another thing too that um people are afraid to put in that time they want that quick fucking fix because that's what's just like They think it's that simple and it's just like working out. It's the same thing, man. Like it's, it's a time, it's progress and you have to put in all that work little by little every day, every little bit of a time. And then eventually in the long spectrum of things, that's when you're going to see a lot of those better results. You're not going to see it a day, two days, a week, maybe a month, but it it takes that longer time process to kind of see that good progress. But yeah, bro, you got to put in that work every day
1: well you, and actually i listened to your podcast uh with the one gentleman We're talking about like with like with your stuff everyone's like oh i want to be a meme page this and that same yeah. thing with my shit they're like oh i want to be a C instructor but i've never deployed or never had experience it's like no dude you got to put in that work because if you don't you're gonna have shitty results and people are gonna call you out on your shit or people are gonna know you don't know your shit same thing with mental health like right? when mm-hmm. people say oh i'm good they start doing stupid shit they're like no no you're not no
0: no you're not yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a fun episode with them, but yeah, it just I'm not even going to touch up on the, being a the whole meme page thing, because it's just... <laughs> but No, but
1: it's a, it's a good mental... For you, like, you're yeah. like me, man. It's a good way to... For your mental health, think about it. Like, you and the other corpsmen that make the memes, that's, like, your guys' way of coping, too. Just like for me working two fire departments and doing my stuff on the side, I cope, that's how I cope. I tell people stories that way. Keep their memories alive.
0: Yeah, and then we try to do the same thing, and just by... The- <clears throat> Um, making memes, making people laugh, and that's one thing that, uh, even though I don't think I'm funny, apparently I am, somehow. <laughs> no, you guys
1: do make some good stuff, and, like, honestly, you guys bring up, uh, you know, things that need to be brought up, especially with the military, because I feel like it's gone downhill for morale, and yeah. the military needs it need to be run like the military in right a corporation. I've seen, even, like, a lot of the people i taught military now, they're like, oh, you cuss too much, this and that, or it's like, dude, it's the real world. Like, you think people outside the base give a shit like you're about your background they don't they don't care
0: yeah that, that definitely has to i understand that there's a certain sense of professionalism to a certain point degree but at the same time it's also like you said there's real world things and no one's gonna give a fuck what you say what you or how you look it, it's your actions and the things that you do that will speak higher volumes like oh yeah i might cuss and say so or even me like saying all the fucking all the times that i cuss on here but it's just like okay what's everything else that we've done <laughs> As like, a cuss-y. Of, yeah yeah, i know right <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like hey you know we'll cuss- do a lot more so it's like if you don't like it then fuck off i don't know what to tell you
1: well and that's and i tell my students all the time especially here in ohio i'm like listen if you want to ride with us and my fire departments are like Want to go see some trauma? Go to Grant Medical Center in Columbus. Ohio. It's level one trauma. Like, go there for a weekend. You'll see trauma. I guarantee it. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, oh, we're this net. We're like a clinic, you know, on the base where you're on the base. I'm like, you guys don't see patients. You don't fool me, dude. Like, come on, dude. Like- <laughs> come on, Melania.
0: <laughs> they know they're not.
1: I know. But, they I mean, it's again, it's identity crisis, and everybody – you know wants to write their eprs everybody wants to have their hearsay everybody wants to write up their own name it's like dude you're kind of screwing over the other people that actually want to learn and get their hands dirty especially with mental health Mm -hmm. people like they they barely touch upon it they're like oh yeah if somebody's having psychosis fly them out okay but why are they having psychosis why are they at the point where we have to cazovac them out which by the way this is a fun fact a little toolbox for you or a little idea or info did you know that for the air force for ccat it's like you know what ccat is right it's those big ass c-17s okay basically yeah they have it's like a mo- it's like a flying icu you can fit like a shit ton of people in that bird like 60 people whatever something crazy yeah they actually they actually casavack or fly out people that are psych or you know going psychosis that's oh, like damn. one of their top not just tbi and stuff and wounded guys but also like psychosis patients
0: damn i didn't know that oh yeah holy it's shit crazy
1: isn't it yeah
0: yeah, because um, I don't know, maybe just because it's a uh, we're so focused on trauma that hey, it's more the the physical trauma and not on the on the mental aspect. Where it's something that they both should go hand in hand. And for most of us, it's just we I, I don't know, I don't know how to word it, but just you know, we think of you know, war trauma. Yeah, it's it's sexy, and that's all people want. It's like, oh, you know, I want it, that sweet, low down, dirty shit. But it's just like, yeah, you don't. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, think about it. It's like a relationship, right? You want sex, right? You want all this other crazy stuff. You want that kinky like,
0: shit where she, you get yeah, to and, and that's, spin in her that, mouth, you know what I mean? Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, and, that, and that's trauma, right? But for mental health, mental health is like the uh, the more nastier shit. It's like them taking the shit or them clogging the toilet with tampons or them like not doing the dishes or them not fucking doing chores or them not or- making – you what? like little stuff like that. Yeah. But again,
0: that's the shit that people don't want to talk about yeah it's it's like relationships it's just like yeah it's like yeah we want to fuck and everything but and then it's like you said hey are you talking to your significant other are you spending that time to making sure that you know uh, him or her the way the things that they like so you know this relationship is going to work or are you you looking for just that physical aspect like no it's the whole fucking enchilada dude you know what i mean like it's either all or nothing baby
1: and that, and that was my biggest downfall for this woman I fell in love with because, like, I should have gave her a title a few months ago. I should have done this and that for her. But at the same time, it's a two-way street. And communication yeah. communication's key. Dude. It's the same thing with mental health. Communication key. Yeah. The only one that's going to save yourself is you talking and yep. you actually addressing. You know, what What good are you and I, if you and I are trying to, like, treat somebody or treat each other, if we don't talk about it or address it or getting, like, that sample history or soap note or whatever, we're not going to be able to fix it. It's just, like, I, I'm not a mind reader, man.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely communication is is always going to be king when it comes to anything in life. Because if you have bad communication, you're not going to be able to do anything. But if you have good communication, you could always work to better it. And then just like you said, debrief for literally everything, all the good things, all the bad things. And just so that way you you know where you're, you need to improve on and where you guys are doing good and just need to hone in maybe a little bit more.
1: Probably the best way while i was in the military to learned about that the best command i did that with not not just one seven even though like yeah they kind of like you know i i've resolved a lot of stuff with them even after saying but like when i was a coyote before i got out like they did a great mm. job like doing like the coyote debrief so every time we do like a live fire range or like do like cls or t triple c yeah we always like we always debrief saying hey i did it well on this but i did shitty on this yeah we always find something bad to talk about like kind of like hone in like you know i could have done better i could have covered down this person or whatever i should have treated that one casualty i should get that one dude silver bullet rather than the other dude like little little things like that i should be like that for mental health like hey like the one guy says his girl is suicidal but i noticed there were like scars on his arm yeah like little things like that you know or like, you know, calling CPS on somebody Like, hey, I noticed the girl doesn't make eye contact I mean, there's bruises on her face or arms I've, I've been on scenes like that
0: Yeah, it's definitely being more Vocal about things is definitely I, I, I think should be one of the First steps of getting That help and making things Better, communication yeah.
1: And it's Hard, I mean, because like I said, you and I want to have our Man card, <laughs> like, oh, we're this and that But sometimes you got to take the man card away And well, again, go
0: ahead. Having your man card means knowing that you can still have the courage to say something. Correct. I'll take away the man card the minute you don't say something. Because there's that there's there isn't that there should be that trust between you and me where it's just like, hey, I'm mad enough to tell you, hey, J. Crow, I need your help, bro. Like, I'm not good. And I know you'd be there for me. And I would expect you to to do the same thing that you can expect the same from me if you tell me, uh, hey DD, I'm not in a good place, bro. Can you call me right now? I would pick up my phone and fucking call you. And I appreciate that. Uh, vice
1: versa, you man.
0: Yeah, bro. Th- that's what's being a man. It's being honest, if it's with a, a homie, family, your significant other, whoever it might be, but that's being a real man. It's taking that courage to make that phone call of knowing that you are not okay. That's real courage
1: and you know what that's that's hard for a man to admit that it is it's very hard and like it had to take me being at my lowest place yeah even before stable war even when i was on the last podcast realizing like i need to get help because like i just my life it doesn't make sense to me anymore And i'm sure you've been at that point too i guarantee yeah. everyone's been through that point but yeah. you know like you said you got to have those friends or people that you love in your life to call you out and like i love not like just to be an asshole
0: yeah, <laughs> and oh, no, for the best,
1: sure. the best quote I heard about with Saul, and this, actually relates to like people trying to steal our shit with like your business, and my business, you know, never steal, uh, never steal another man's game. If you do, then you're an asshole, and I'm like that's kind of real shit, dude. It's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I had people try to bang, you know, try to manipulate, or they have, they manipulated somebody I was you know, in love with, or they. You know they do stuff behind my back all the time. They don't think they think they're Slick Rick, but you know I wasn't born last night, and you know I'm sure you had the same thing happen to you in your career field too. People try to be yeah. Slick Rick with you too all the time.
0: Yeah, and I I see them, and I'm just like, all right, you know what, man? Hey, you do you, man.
1: Yeah, don't exactly. Be me for
0: shit, but I see you.
1: <laughs> but I mean, you got, and that's the thing. Like, we got to get better. is not treat everybody like drug dealers, but like, we got to treat people with like open arms. But also. Another good quote that they taught me is a na a naive man invites betrayal. Yeah, and that's 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 true shit too, dude.
0: Yeah, it's true. Just uh, it, it's it's like the, this weird trust. It's like yes, you can trust people, but also be be smart. I was having a conversation like I with my brother about being naive about certain things. It's just uh, you know, like it, it's good to to think better at people but at the same time uh, or even like a, on the podcast i said too you know what i mean like a good man knows what he's willing to do both negative and positive because if you think that you aren't capable of doing certain things in an in an evil sort of sense then you're completely you're being blissfully ignorant to the things that you could possibly do in a bad state of mind and if you see yes. that every day when it comes to people murdering their own kids even that Uh, yes that show on netflix or that that fucking movie or whatever about that dude that murdered his wife and threw his kids in a fucking what is it an oil tanker like those are your own kids like and and then you know and and it goes back to that it's like knowing what you're capable of both for good and bad because if you don't ever think about the horrible things that you could be possible of you can't put that in check at any given point in time yeah but yeah man it's not being naive to things it's definitely definitely another key thing
1: yeah, and uh, you know, it, it was like my buddy I kind of made amends with the other day. You know, we always got in a, when I was when I used to drink, you know, a few years ago, like when I first got out, special, like him and I, you know, we broke up this bar fight, whatever This little guy tried to start shit with us, but he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. He kept looking at me and I was like, I was like, you know what, Con? You and I could have easily like could have jumped that guy and beat the brakes off it, but honestly it wasn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing like you were talking about, dude. Like, you know, as veterans or as as first responders. Yeah. yeah, you can beat the brakes off somebody, but is it worth it? And do you want to go that extra mile, destroy somebody's life? Because when you destroy somebody's life, you're essentially destroying your own as well. And I and I trust me, dude, I've been vindictive, I've been passive aggressive, and I'm learning now how to like let shit go more and more. But it's good, dude, it's hard sometimes because sometimes some people deserve it in my mind, but then I'm like, well, you know what, maybe they're they had a childhood trauma, or maybe they had something bad happen to them, maybe that's why. I've, Even some of my competitors, even some of the people that gave me a hard time in recent years, like maybe they're going through some shit too. Yeah,
0: that's something where even you know I I forget sometimes take the higher road because I just want to make memes and talk shit about people. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, and I and I know better, and I'm just like, don't do it, don't do it. I'm fucking doing it anyways. But yeah, well, (laughs) I
1: mean, but but some of those people like, and that's the thing with the internet. It's yeah, the internet, it's kind of like what filthy Frank says, you know, like it is full of stupid people and it just keeps providing that because you get people making tick tocks or people in uniform doing oh, stupid yeah. shit. And they're like, What is everybody? Like, dude, you did that to yourself. It's like it's like somebody's wife or somebody's doing OnlyFans, like, Yeah, no shit. You put your snatch out there, like, and it's like all over the internet. And like, what, what do you think was gonna happen?
0: You're gonna get attention, whether positive or negative, and it's just like uh and the clouds that way bro it's gonna be positive or negative but you're gonna get that attention and you're gonna like it or you're not and whatever you do with that it's like it's up to you like i've gotten fucking negative attention i don't give a fuck like we've been investigated multiple times for fucking calling things out and then if we've like i've mentioned multiple times before on the podcast or anywhere else if we're fucking wrong about something then provide that fucking evidence and We'll gladly be like, okay, yes, we made that mistake. You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> you,
1: know, you know who's smooth? Like, unlike you guys, like, you know who's smooth? Just like you guys I love following is TikTok boots. That guy is a genius.
0: He he is.
1: He, he's a genius. Like, I don't care what anybody says, but, like, him, Dependent Diaries, all those dudes, and uh, Brad Ivanchand and I follow him, too, and Chris, like, they make some funny-ass shit, dude. But, like, but I, I like when people are trying try to go after him, and it's like, well, actually, you post it. It's public you did it yourself and like i do this, the same thing with like people that try to hit me up with t triple c that try to burn me for stupid shit i'm like I'm like yeah you signed this contract or yeah you got screenshots so do i so it goes both you know, ways bro yeah it goes both ways like i don't know what you want like you want to sue me go ahead but you're gonna lose money and it's a lose-lose like what do you want
0: from me i don't know people are just crazy bro People, no, people... Want... i think the thing is is that people want to win without being right
1: and and that's that's one thing again. I keep bringing up Saul, they keep telling us don't get canceled because the cancellation concert, uh, culture is real. Yep. People will cancel cancel you just to be spiteful. They're like they're at the point now where they will just cancel you and not benefit from it. Yeah, like you can be like a fucking billionaire, you can be whatever, and they'll cancel your ass. Like and that's why I love like following guys like Mike Tyson or Joe Rogan, like because they're like, yeah. Look, like well, so many people try to cancel them over there, but like they just keep going, dude. Yep. Is the one phase him
0: only same thing as fucking wild that uh alex jones as crazy as he fucking is and just <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm listening to the the podcast with him and joe rogan right now i've been kind of like catching pieces here and there but oh, you know dude, this dude, pure he's fucking, gold. yeah he's been fucking banned everywhere and even still he is still fucking going at it and god bless him you know what i mean he's uh he is a, a treasure for sure because you know there's that guy pumps out memes he's a living meme like ever since Frank left, you know what I mean? Well, he's Joji now, but even then, like, uh, he still has good templates here and there, randomly. But, yeah, Alex Jones is, like, the next fucking meme machine of fucking things, dude. He's just outrageously outlandish, but, uh, yeah. Well,
1: Filthy <laughs> Frank is towards, like, the younger humor, like, one of him, but, like, he still has some good points about, like, internet, like, stupidity, like... Oh, for sure. Like, some of his older videos, I re rewatched some of them, because, like, I was like, who the hell is Filthy Frank? It was, like, a few years when I discovered him. I was like, but he's actually right. I'm like, internet and like people being like martyrs and stuff like that because like uh again it's back to the whole mental health thing of identity crisis people can have like a billion followers but they could be like the most loneliest person ever yep and now i'm at the point in my life where i'm like i'm mellow about like i don't care if i have a billion followers i have zero followers i just want to teach classes go to work and just get my you know check and just go about my day man
0: yeah that's what uh dd214 memes and i were talking about where it's just like you know you you we got to a point where it's just like we gotten, I think this is the biggest we've ever been and it's just like, it's it's odd because it's just like now there's such a bigger audience where even when we're doing our own little niche things, which I was completely fucking fine with because then I can be a little bit spicier without like all these people being butthurt and without being reported. And now I kind of, oh, yeah. <laughs> I still kind of push it. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I
1: know. It, it was good. I mean.
0: And I do it just to kind of keep my own sanity and just to kind of, you know, sometimes I gotta, I gotta make some really fucked up shit for, just for me. And, and sometimes I, I, I try not to get caught up into that hole. It's like, oh, you know, what are people going to like? You know what I mean? And sometimes I do, I do that. It's like, you know, what would make a good meme that people like, okay, cool. But most of the time it's just like, I think this is fucking hilarious. So then, I'm, then I just throw it up and then whatever happens, happens. If I get a lot of likes, cool. If I don't, whatever, like I'm, I'm not even fucking worried about it. As long as people like, and they think it's funny. That's really all that matters regardless of the fucking numbers. But yeah, it's just, it doesn't really matter what my numbers are. There's people that like my content or that like our content, I guess you could say. So that's really all that matters. And even though like the podcast doesn't have that many, I guess, kind of like, I don't know, good enough views, I guess you could say like it,
1: yeah, I might have to pick your brain on that because I got YouTube videos out there and stuff. I I might have to pick your brain on that because like I noticed yeah, like dude. you can get a bunch of on bu- the algorithm, you can get a bunch of likes on Instagram, but you get like little to no likes on Facebook or like YouTube. I've noticed yeah. that.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm I've I've kind of figured that out a little bit at least when it comes to Insta, uh, Facebook, it, it really varies. We do, we do really bad on Facebook. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like Facebook, it's eh. mostly for the
1: older crowd, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and I try to, I kind of try to mix that a little bit because more people are active on Instagram now than on Facebook. But even then, I still, I, we still play both sides of it. And then YouTube, I haven't really uploaded there in a minute, and I'm working on something right now <clears throat> that uh, it's kind of a la Frank style, but I'm still kind of honing in that shit. So uh, I guess hit that's something. Up, uh, no. Hell no, dude. He's way too huge to even fucking answer some You fucking... never know. You never nah. know. Nah, man. I mean, that's
1: what I thought about a couple of recipients recipients that like I talked to and they end up being chill ass dudes, man. And like uh one of them I try to nominate or like try to like get a military medical year award, but you end up passing away from cancer. And um there's there's some that's one thing I, I it's bittersweet as you're, like, hmm. you know, as far as, like, the C community or military medic community, like, there's some people I know that, like, shit got the military medic year award, and there was a few that, like, I, I don't want to say anything about it, but they kind of just did their job, and, like, it was questionable. I'm like, yeah, but they did that in the BAS, in the controlled environment. But, yeah, back to, um, you know, the whole, like...
0: Nominating dudes, yep.
1: Yeah, well, well, even, like, the recent, like, military medic year awards, like, there's so many corps medics I know that shit got that award, and there's a few them in recent years I'm like... Yeah, that person did badass stuff, but they did it in on a base in a fob. They didn't leave a wire. But they did a BAS. And it's like now they're just trying to like do like a, a face, you know, like whether it's like a female or male. It's like I know men and women that did a lot more crazier shit than you and me. That's yeah. Including Melvin recipients that like they didn't get shit, or even people that should have got the Melvin recipients. Like you and I both know Corman that did that oh, yeah. shit. And I'm sure that fucks with their head too. Back to the whole mental health thing. Like, there's people out there that probably have resentment. There's people that have resentment towards me. Even family, they're like, oh, this and that, you think you're better. I'm like, no, I don't think that at all. Like if anything, like I've loved your life. Like you have a wife and kids. I don't. Yeah. I would love to have a son. I would love to have a son or a daughter or like a spawn saying, Hey, look, don't be like me. I was a fuck up. Yeah. Like learn from my mistakes. It's the same thing with like when I teach classes. I show them real life videos. I rip videos from YouTube and also my personal videos. And I'm trying to get my drone video out there, which you know, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to have and not have. Fuck them, you know, it was my mask But like, I show people, like, look, this is a real life, man. Like, you gotta know how to take the shit in because, like, you're gonna be like these people in this video, you're gonna see something traumatic. You're either gonna do something or not, either you're the problem or you're the solution. Yep, there's no in the middle, like, either you know you're gonna do something or you're gonna sit there with a dicker hand and people are gonna die. Yep, and that's that's that was one of the things I had eternal problems with. I still kind of do that now with a couple of my other instructors, one of the ones that helps me haven't worked. I told her, like, look, like, you know, I love it all. I love all of you, but like, we can't be emotional about this stuff. We gotta be like business, personal versus business. And like, you know, people's lives count on it. And we actually had a doctor kill 25 people with fentanyl in Columbus, Ohio, and he didn't give a shit. He was playing God, but like little things like that, like micrograms and macrograms, like you fuck around, you can kill somebody. Yeah. And that's why it kills me. All these people on Instagram, like, oh, whole blood, this and that. I'm like, dude, if you fuck up, and get the wrong whole blood, you can kill somebody. That's why you got like for mental health, you got to take a step back. Like, okay, what's, what's, what's the pros and cons of this? What's this and that, you know, this traumatic thing. Okay. I saw something fucked up, but how can I keep doing my job even after the fact? It's same, yep. same kind of thing, man. It's mental health triage.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, I think that's a, a big, important step is taking that step back and recognizing it's like, okay, where to now from here, which is one thing most people forget because they're still trapped in that box and then all they see is that and they forget to kind of step back and be like, okay, what is happening? What just happened? Let me process this whole thing.
1: Yeah. And again, it's hard. People process, everyone's, everyone's the same, but different when they process things, like whether they use vices where they have sex, you know, drinking, whatever drugs, memes. Yeah. You fucking addict, you, um, people have different avenues to process things and like honestly like there's good and bads about it i mean you know what they say and in, in saw uh feeding your tubes you know like mm-hmm. you know kind of like you know feeding like the tubes of your bikes and your veins or your your throat and your butthole they're all tubes right well you got to feed the, the, the tubes the, the the addiction and a lot of people and another thing i learned from this, you know what drama is negative excitement and people love drama they love that excitement they love that fucking thrill they love people oh this person's a fuck oh, this dude's...
0: yeah
1: oh then this person's wife's a whore or this person this and that or this person you know is about to kill themselves let's watch like the the one the one thing that fucked me up recently uh you see that video of that veteran guy to put a shotgun to his face and blew yeah. his face off yeah that dude was a veteran somebody i think it was fuzzy quality i didn't mean to throw him under the bus but he sent me that i'm like realize the guy was a veteran right he's like well i didn't realize that. i'm like yeah dude
0: yeah, because like, we're yeah, so caught up in yeah that whole culture of just like seeing like fucked up shit and sending each other stuff like that. It's like, oh, have you seen this latest freaking thing? And then afterwards, you're just like, oh, oops. yeah,
1: that guy. I think he killed him, so he lost his job. His girlfriend left him, and he had something else. But like, you know what broke my heart? In that whole video when his cat or dog walks in after a after- Yeah. When he pulls his head off. For a few weeks. Like I've seen a dudes by that's been there for like a month. Like uh uh where I've done CPR on people one of their families crying right next to me. Like I, I've I've been in situations like that, man.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and, and the
1: same thing as a Corman, like you probably been shit, shit like that too, man. You seem fucked up Oh yeah. Fucks with you, dude, especially on anniversary and holidays.
0: Oh yeah, especially at this time right now uh, which is, which is what we're going into, which we mentioned earlier, those holiday seasons, but, um, so with all this mental health stuff, uh, if your, your last bit of advice that you would give to people, um, what would it be, bro? Don't be
1: ashamed to meet your fault or forgive yourself. Don't, don't be like, love yourself before anything else in life, man. Like, seriously, that's, don't borrow it in that was the biggest regret i have in my recent years i bought a lot of stuff in and i took it out and people didn't deserve it mm-hmm. and, I, and nobody deserves that like i you know and i i recently got my heart broken because i i screwed up i own it the same thing with like you know certain other things in my life like where i wish i would have addressed it earlier because i lost people in my life that i cared about people that you know suicide or being killed like i wish i would have done a better job doing that but like Right now, I'm at the point in my life that letting a lot of letting a lot of things go, but like less regret. You know, I'm actually feeling a lot better now. Just forgiving people. It's easy. Like you got to forgive yourself and forgive other people and just make amends because life's too short, man. Nice. Uh, Yeah, but like I said, love yourself before anything else in life, man, and just take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, it's gonna be hard for you to take care of other people.
0: I 100% agree, man. Yeah, definitely uh, learning to forgive yourself, forgive others. And uh, being open. Uh, Just to touch back up on that point earlier, uh, have that courage to have that open communication. And reach out to anyone, family, friends, even like military meme pages, or just military pages in general, because most people on here, we've We've all experienced things to a certain point, degree, and we understand. And, you know, somebody will answer and don't quit. Just like you would never quit on one of your boys, don't quit on yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, maybe a little that, I like, for the whole TCC community, I always to tell my students if you don't have comms, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. If you're you on radios, you don't have a way to talk, you're fucked. Nobody knows an online, It's the same thing with your mental health. If you don't talk about it, you're, you're screwed. You're just going to go off to the tangent and just plummet
0: yep that that is awesome that is actually a really good quote if you don't have comms you're fucked yeah, yeah.
1: nobody knows it's, yeah so it's like you know let's say you're out in of fuck nowhere if nobody knows where you are you're screwed same thing with your mental health if nobody knows where you are mentally then you're screwed it's the same thing
0: this would be the only time i would i would uh agree with the uh, chief castro you need comms bitch <laughs>
1: Oh, c- <laughs> tell him to make me lumpia. Go make me Lumpia. Loom- no, no, no,
0: no, Let's sure? not go. Let's without this, bro. Oh my god! No, but, no uh, I
1: mean he kind of reminds. Well, actually, like uh, he reminds me of a buddy of mine I used to know. I don't get Mo. He kind of, it looks exactly like him. cause I, I, I asked him like, "Hey, is this?" So I like, "No, it's not him." Like, cause it looked exactly like him,
0: like a doppelganger. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> uh th- thanks for coming on bro uh yeah, definitely man. some good talking points I, we'll we'll still keep in contact and then uh just reach out whenever but it's definitely a good thing of uh getting uh a better talk and open communication when it comes to ptsd and just mental health in general and getting that good awareness man so uh thank you for coming on if you uh let people know where they can uh, find you at when it comes to social media and stuff dude
1: yeah Crow 844 just uh my website Crow consult I'm still trying to like work out the kinks and anybody's good at that. I mean, I let your boy, but, uh, you know, I love you, brother. And I'm sorry for your loss. And, uh, you know, just life's too short not to love and forgive, man. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Thanks, man. And, uh, I love you too, bro. And then, you know, if, uh, you need anything, we're here and then for anyone else listening as well, like, um, our inbox is always open. So, uh, don't be afraid to reach out and, um, uh, yeah. All right, brother. All right, man. Uh, We'll catch everyone next time.